Hi, this is Matt from Clear Nutrition for You. Nutrition is a passion of mine, and I believe it can set a foundation for you to build healthy routines and habits for the rest of your life. Not only do I hope you enjoy this podcast and get a couple laughs, but I also want it to assist you on your journey of health and fitness. Enjoy. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another Clear Nutrition for You podcast. Uh, often I get questions about kids, fitness and health, and what should I have my kid be doing? Should he be lifting weights? What food should they be eating? How do I keep him interested in exercise and living a healthy lifestyle? Why do they eat so much pizza? All kinds of questions like that. So I thought we would talk about some of those things. Um, and to keep it real, I decided I would include my son in this, um, who spends a lot of time with kids, does a lot of training with kids, but also was my kid. So I thought it'd be an interesting conversation about how did we balance uh, and find the right way to kind of think about health and nutrition as he was growing up. And now that he's gotten a little bit older and working with more kids, how does he think about that too? I don't think there are any right or wrong answers when it's dealing with kids. Um, but I hope that the conversation helps you think about things as it relates to your kids or remembering your kids or any of that kind of good stuff. Um, I hope you enjoy this. If you've got any comments or concerns or thoughts, please let me know. You can find me at Clear Nutrition for You on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, again, thanks for taking the time to listen, and I'll see you all later. Okay, we're recording now. All right. Awesome. All right, so um, welcome to another Clear Nutrition for You podcast. Today, um, special guest star, in my opinion. Um, my son Thor is with me today, and uh, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about kids, fitness, and nutrition. And um, I'm excited about talking about it today. And so um, first, you know, Thor, a lot of the people in my podcast, believe it or not, are older adults. <laughs> That's who I appeal to, and mostly women. <laughs> so um, I thought a good thing to talk about would be uh, health and fitness for kids. Um, and, and, um, and I thought, you know, and I think that you'd be a good person to talk about it. And maybe you could talk a little bit about why you um, maybe have a unique perspective on uh, fitness and nutrition for kids. Yeah, no, I mean, I, we've said it for a long time that I'm really popular with the under seven and over 70 crowd like ever since I was young I've always just connected with kids if it was um, back when I was 13 15 all that doing skateboard camps hanging out with kids or even if we we're just like with the cousins I always loved being with the younger kids and um, and so now I run a junior golf academy at my country club so we have a hundred kids running around five days a week and I'm kind of in charge of um, the development of it. So I got seven coaches working for me. We do classes for kids. The youngest I worked with this week was three and the oldest I worked with this week is 17. So I, I see it all kind of stuff. So it's, um, I love doing it. I love learning more about it and all that kind of stuff. And I think I'm pretty good at it too. And I, and I think uh, I, I definitely have some things that I would like to tell parents that if they could start doing it at home, um, I think it would make a big difference for a lot of their kids. So I'm excited to be here, here and talk about this stuff. Awesome. The other thing that I think is unique about it is, is that obviously you were a kid for me. Um, and so I am interested in kind of just as I think about you and, um, and your journey and stuff like that, it'll be interesting to get your perspective on things that happened and didn't happen and uh, that kind of stuff as you grew up to help you be excited about um, being healthy and, and that kind of stuff. And so, um, so I think that it'll be a, there's a, there's a little unique perspective in that, in that too. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, although I do have to say, I am a little bit like, I hope people still talk to me after this, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that I don't, that we don't say, you know, things that people are like, um, like the one I, I know I really want to talk about food and all of that kind of stuff. And, 
I can definitely am concerned that maybe some of the people that, that like to listen to me talk aren't going to like to hear what I say. So we'll see how that all goes. Oh, um, right. Okay, so um, we were talking a little bit beforehand, and we were talking about this idea of that, you know, the, the, the goal of, of, of being a, a kid is to become a, a, a good adult, right? Like, that's the goal, right? Oh, yeah. And so as you, you know, work with different kids, what are the kinds of things that you can do in order to make sure that when they're done being a kid and they're an adult that, you know, health and fitness is something they value and they understand how to do and, and all of that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Well, you, you said it right there. I mean, you said the goal of being a kid is to be a good adult. And I don't think that's the goal of a kid. That's the goal of a parent is to teach the kid to be a good adult. The goal of the kid is to do whatever they want to do, like to just have fun. Right. That kind of thing. And so whatever I do with kids, my first and foremost is like, if it's golf, if it's fitness, I want them leaving, wishing they could stay longer. Mm -hmm. Like if, if it's in fitness class, like I make sure the last five minutes, like it's the most fun we have, or if it's golf, like I want them saying, Hey mom, dad, like bring me back. Um, and so, because I know first and foremost, if I can get them to love what I'm doing and having fun with what I'm doing, they're going to want to come back. And then right. I can start sneaking in like, the little bits that's going to make them healthier, the bits that are going to make them a better golfer and stuff. But like, first and foremost, my job is just to create the most fun atmosphere you can have for a kid. Cause that's how I know they're going to want to come back. Right. So it's so interesting. Cause you know, actually uh, Jackson, who's your brother and I were just talking about this. We just did a workout together and he was talking about how it's so funny that now that he's in, you know, 20, that a fun thing for us to do is to go suffer, uh, you know, through a workout together, and that's fun. And I was saying to him that I think that the that I actually do think of working out as adult play, and yeah. that if you're not having fun when you're working out as an adult, then you're you're doing it wrong. Like you should be having fun. Like where else do you get to scream and run and hang from bars and move heavy stuff around and throw things you don't you don't get to do that except in a in a workout kind of thing and so um so we started talking about this idea that if if it is play you know then what does that look like um well what does that look like how do you develop that you know well even what we specifically talked about is, is that that's what it was for us you know that when when people were little kids it was we would go outside and we'd play in the snow or we would dig in the sand or we would play with cars and and that involved running and it involved picking stuff up and it involved moving stuff and we laughed and we have fun with it da, 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 da. and then it turned into sports and then it turned into you know playing together with or whatever doing that and then it turned into like now we do work workouts and so it's kind of uh i think it's an interesting idea this idea of like how do you evolve um and and how do you evolve when you think about fitness for a for a kid and health yeah. when you think about that for a crossfit i mean crossfit's so interesting because they turned working out into a sport and that's why it's like that's why it's like play for us like pre crossfit i don't think people looked at working out like play right right, right? it was it was like you work out to bodybuild, you work out because you're, or you're too fat. Like your doctors say, hey, you got to go work out now. This is something you have to do. It's not something you want to do. It's something you have to do. Yeah. Um, but CrossFit made it like, oh, play. Like, hey, let's get scores. Let's do all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, first and foremost, with all my programming I do for the kids, every workout we do is nearly a team workout every single time. Mm -hmm. Like, because I need to show them that like, hey, we're – when you are working out, it's not just the movements. It's not just the exercise. It's not just the muscles. It's actually the act of like playing, like you're right. talking. And then once they start to enjoy the play of it, then you get to that point where you're like, I enjoy the supper. Like I appreciate a good workout and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely the evolution. And I for sure had that growing up. I mean, like when we first started to grow into CrossFit, I, I liked going with you and I liked that I got to compete with you and stuff like that. And so like, it was always like, Oh, like dad's lifting this weight. I want to try and lift that weight or I want to learn this. It was definitely play for a while. 
until it's like, okay, now I'm starting to get it. Now I, I feel like what this is doing to my body. Now I'm going to take it to the next notch and I'm going to learn what I enjoy about the suffering part of workouts and now stuff. But it all started with play. <laughs> yeah. It all starts with play. Yeah. And then I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started to beat you. Yeah. Um, it's so funny when you were saying that because I can remember playing uh, basketball with my dad and mm -hmm. uh, I can remember beating, when I beat him the first time and, um, and it was exciting. You know, yeah. and, I, and I, re I remember that it was exciting that when I was able actually to one on one a game of 21, I won. And uh, I was excited about it. And we played, you know, out in the driveway and stuff like that. And then one day, all of a sudden, it was it was I beat him. And it was it was super fun. And before that, it was fun, too. But it was it's just, you know, all the things you remember in your life. Like that's a mem memory definitely that I have of like, oh, yeah, that was the day. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the day I beat you in our, my first workout. It's different, you know. I mean, it's, it was so straight up because we played 21 together, you know. And yeah. it's not like you and I did the same workouts over and over and over and over. I mean, I think it was like you gradually, you know, it was one of those things where you, we became kind of even, right? This workout I'd win, this workout you'd win. And then it got to be two wins for you and one win for me. And then it got to be five wins for you and one win for me and then it got to be well why don't you scale it dad <laughs> i definitely i definitely remember when we well back to play we would wrestle and i definitely remember when we'd be wrestling in the living room and once or twice i remember being like oh like i i kind of threw him around a little bit like i was able to give him a little run for his money so i remember that more than i remember the, the time, first time i beat you at a workout for sure um cool. but yeah i mean it also because we used to do that all the time wrestle and all cool. that and like cool. one time i was like oh wow wait hold on i could i can kind of throw him I around a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> i don't think he let me move him that time he, i moved him <laughs> yeah no but uh but yeah i mean i i i talk i i mean i love how you forced me to get up every single morning and go work out all that yeah. kind of stuff. i mean it, it definitely started off like I mean, you might not see it that way, but it was definitely like, oh, no, you, there's no choice. Like, you, you get up in the morning and we go work out. That's what we really? do, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or at least I felt it that way. No, no, that's fine. I mean, if that's how you I, felt, I, that's, it's, um, you know, it's funny for me because, you know, you are very into CrossFit and, uh, and you know, that kind of stuff. And in CrossFit. And, you know, your brother and sister, they're not as into it right now. Um, you know, I mean, they, they're still got, you know, I'm very happy with their, their activity and their fitness and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, but it was, it was just different. I don't know. That's funny that you say that because I, I never felt like I said, you have to go with me. And I tried to say to the other two, like, you have to go with me. And they, they, they don't, they haven't done it. Um, so it's funny. I, I think that there's, I think that there's different and we can get in that a little bit more too as we get down to this but you know different kids respond to things differently and value things differently and are gonna want fitness to be a different part of their life and and yeah. no, different and things think, at different times and all that too i think how you look at fitness is so much more evolved than when i was their age too that's true um so this is i mean this is something i definitely talk a lot about with kids because I, I talk about eating all the time with kids. Mm. I, I think nutrition is something that is just not talked about enough. And mm. I am shocked when I ask kids to like, tell me 10 vegetables, give me 10 vegetables. And they're listing off, oh, carrots, um, celery, apples, bananas, pears. I'm like, oh, no, 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 vegetables. And right. like, they, they can't do just vegetables. So I yeah. talk about nutrition all the time. But okay, so think back to when I was, I was younger than Sage, I was 13 or 12, and I needed to make weight for football. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when I had to cut weight to make Mine weight? Sounds football? familiar. You're not familiar. Well, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I used to starve myself mm -hmm. to cut for football and yeah. stuff like that. And that was definitely like my first introduction to like losing weight and eating and all that kind of stuff. And, I, right. and that was a big thing was like, I got to drop weight. I got to lose weight. I want to, I want to, I don't want that red stripe on my helmet. I don't, I want to carry the football and all that kind of stuff. Okay, I do remember that. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then at the and I remember just like always being hungry. Yeah. And 
your last podcast was all about how you don't need to be hungry. Yes. Right. So now like that you've evolved too, you realize like, Oh, there's better ways of eating and all this kind of stuff. So I think initially it was just a little dry. It was almost a test run with me where I was like, just figuring out like, okay, how, because you were, you, you still, we didn't understand CrossFit nearly as much or fitness nearly as much back. No, then. I mean, my, my understanding is so much deeper and better now that I definitely look back and, and recognize things that I could have done better or, or just, you know, didn't understand as well as I understand now. Totally. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's my goal when I talk about nutrition is that, that I know better now and I can, and I feel like I can help people and make it simpler and make it fun and all this kind of stuff. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's for me too. I mean, just that's, and that's part of the reason I'm excited about talking about this today is because um, I don't think I blew it, but there's definitely parts where I'm like, Oh, well that could have been better, you know, and easier or um, yeah. Or just better. Yeah. Um, all right, so where we're just, so um, when we think about that, let's just do that. Okay, let's just try and kind of go through the, how do you, because I think the thing that I've heard that we're both agreeing on here is the key is, is people have got to have fun. It doesn't matter if you're a kid or an adult, if you're not having fun, they're not going to stick with it. You're not going to do it. So the, 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 the key is that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about kids and how you could take, you know, uh, yeah, how, how, do, how do we help a kid evolve and be in health and fitness? And so um, I was originally proposing that we talk like zero to five, five to 10, 10 to 15, and, you, and 15 to 20. So, but you had a different idea. Yeah, my, so I, I kind of, when I'm looking at kids' fitness and stuff, I really have like, I keep it pretty general. Um, probably because I, 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 that's not all I do. I do a lot of other stuff. So I keep pretty general, but I look at them as kind of like, okay, you got this, like, I'm going to say like five to 10. All right. My youngest is a five-year-old and I can have them in the same class as almost every single 10 year old. Yep. Right. As soon as they turn 10, there's this little period where it's like those 12 to 14 year olds, they might be mature enough to be doing other things where they can't be hanging out with that five-year-old anymore, yeah. that, that 10 to 14 area. But um, for sure, by the time they're 14, they're, they need to be doing other stuff. But there's also the situation where there's some kids who are 11 and 12 who have a maturity older. So I really go 10 and under, and then I say like 12 and over. And then there's that middle period where I'll like, okay, I'll, who are you? Where's your maturity level at? What's your goals? All that kind of stuff. Um, so that first section, let's talk about the, the five to 10 yeah. section, Yeah, five to 10 section. So I do a class. Well, hang on a second. Well, hang on a second. I think that it's important to think zero to five. Okay. Yeah. Cause the, here's my thing with zero to five is zero to five. The kid will do whatever you tell them to do. Anything yeah. you tell them to do zero to five, they just do it. Yeah. And there's no needing to convince them. Their buddies are not as impactful, all that kind of stuff. And I think especially on, well, on two sides, on the food side, mm-hmm. if you aren't, there's no reason they should, they don't know any different than eating a vegetable. Right. If you're not, yes. if you, if you don't have some of that crappy broccoli stuff that maybe they don't like as much as the peach if you don't have some of that stuff in and, and start introducing that into their diet, that that's a miss. Um, yeah, totally. Cause I think a lot of those stuff too, that we um, vegetables and stuff is it's all an acquired taste. 100%. Where you don't like it at first, right? It, you, you're, you just don't have the palate for it. You just don't understand it. Yeah. Um, and so the, the more, the earlier you can introduce a wide variety of food, the better, because they're just going to get used to it. Kind 100%. Of yeah. 100%. And, 100%. And, it's, and, and, um, and, uh, and I think especially on the drink side of things um, yeah. and how sweet they're, they're expecting drinks to be and that kind of stuff. Um, I think that there's a, I think that that's an important, an important time. Um, yeah, an important time. 
Yeah. I don't work with a lot of three and unders, but I do have some three, four and five year olds who I see. Um, and uh, from a golf standpoint and they, I mean, they do whatever mom and dad says. So I think yeah. another important one is two is what is their reaction when other kids are doing it? Like, for example, we have a, a mom who doesn't let her kid have sugar but we offer soda for lunch, right? And so he, he sees the sugar, he sees other kids having the sugar and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it used to be such a, 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 a thing he couldn't handle, where it's like, he's like, why do they get to have it? And he'd freak out kind of thing. Yeah. And then I've kind of seen that slowly, his mom is just like, no, that's not what we right? We don't, we don't have sugar. That's just not who we are. And that's definitely something that we did growing up too, is being like, like a, other people will do this, but that's not who we are. We are someone different, all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, and, and saying that to a five-year-old is easy. Is if, you, if the five-year-old hears, if the three-year-old, two-year-old hears like, oh, that's what Bobby does, but we don't do that. We don't that, do that. It's, and, and it's as easy as that. It's, and it's, it's as easy as that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't need to make it more complicated than that for those kids, too, when they say, why does he get to drink the soda? Right. You just Because we don't. Right. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, right, we don't, so he doesn't. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say that, you know, um, I'm not a person that believes, like, you, they, it's a no. Like, I mean, if people choose right. no sugar, that's fine. But I also would not be advocating that you don't give them orange juice or you don't give them a pop mm -hmm. or... I mean, just like we've talked about, you know, as an adult again, I mean, there's a time for all of that stuff. It's just that that shouldn't be the regular choice. Yeah. Yeah, the regular choice. Um, yes. Then the other thing that I think about that's important from zero to five is, especially for new parents, is your life gets all screwed up. Sleep schedule gets screwed up. You're tired, da da da. And it's a time where you need to continue to prioritize your fitness and your health. And it's an easy time to say, this is, I've gotten really busy, my career is important and, you, and people don't um, think, and then you kind of get behind. Um, and, um, and it's a time where you should continue to prioritize your health and fitness. And, and, that, and when the kids are that young, they're not gonna, they're not gonna be your workout partner or that kind of stuff. So you gotta find, kind of your time to figure out, well, what are you going to do um, oh, totally. to be fit? And right. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, more than anything, um, the biggest thing that parents can do to help with this stuff is just lead by example. 100%. Lead by example. I, uh, I made a, a post recently about it too, where it's just like, if I, I need to, I need to walk the walk. Like I can't just talk about eating healthy and all that kind of stuff. Um, I got to do it too. So, and I think the kids really appreciate that. Like when we do sit down for lunch, I always have a ridiculous amount of vegetables and right. they see it. So they, they see me doing that and all that kind of stuff. And, and when we work out, most of the time when we're working out, I work out with them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm keeping my eye on them and stuff. Like if they're older and they're lifting weights, I'm definitely right. doing it for coaching, but the younger kids for sure, I'm doing it with them. I'm lead by example, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely one of the biggest things a parent can do is lead by example. 100%. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I agree with that too. Mm -hmm. All right. So here you go. Zero to five. We've got them off. You know, they've, they're, we're just getting them acclimated. So make sure we don't kind of get behind the eight ball here. Yeah. Um, all right. So five, so let's go five to 10. So five to 10, what do you, would you say like our key things, things to engage, whatever. What's your thoughts yeah. on five to 10? Five to 10 is when they get their like first growth spurt. Um, and they, huh? Their first what? Growth spurt. Oh, they growth get, spurt. Okay. They, they get big. All of a sudden, like you can, you can, the, from five to 10, they're different people. They shoot up kind of thing like that. And, yes. and, um, and they don't know how to use their bodies at all. Like they're very like, not bodily aware, hand-eye coordination isn't really there. And I think a lot of it comes from, too, that um, a lot of them play a lot of games, like video games, iPad, that kind of stuff. Um, and so something I've always talked about in class, like I had them do homework. They went home and they checked their screen time for me on all of their iPads and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and, I mean, all of them are averaging, like, five to eight hours on their iPads. A day a day 
five to eight hours of on like iPad and stuff like that. And so the big thing for them is nothing complicated, running, jumping, getting on the ground, standing up, throwing, that kind of stuff. Like the, and, and so that's what all of my workouts consist with when I talk about exercise with these kids is yeah. run, jump, throw, skip, move, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's as further as, as an extent of exercise as I will do with them. Um, when it comes to nutrition, the big thing is well, what, before you do nutrition, oh, before you do nutrition yeah. here, so from a, from my standpoint, the thing that I thought about from a five to 10 year old is that's when they should be experimenting, lots of experimenting. Like that's when it feels to me like you take them and they play soccer and they play baseball and they try football and they try lacrosse and they try going to a workout thing and you take them skateboarding and you take them surfing and you just, it's all about, in my mind, experimentation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, and I think that goes beyond 10 too, but I, 10 is definitely where it's easy. You want to join a soccer league? No one cares about winning. Anyone can come in. You want to try baseball? Go ahead. We'll put it up on a tee for you. You can smack a baseball around. Right. You, want to, you want a skateboard? Sure. Why not? Let's, let's load you up with pads to get you a cheap board, all that kind of stuff. The older you get, the harder it becomes to experiment with that stuff. Well, that's why I'm saying five to 10. That's where it feels like it's experimenting. And so if in you, you know, it's like you were talking about, it's experimenting with different movements and all that kind of stuff. And, and that, I do think that's where you, you, you would really think about even a, a fitness class, yeah. right? Like, Hey, um, you want to try a fitness class? Great. You want to try gymnastics? Great. You want to try whatever? Great. Um, yeah. And I think too, you look at the kid and you ask yourself where you think they could learn some skills from. Cause I've definitely like attracted parents because they're like, my kid can't find a sport. So we're going to try this. Right. right? right. Um, or I've, I've also talked to parents about like other sports that they should try. Like, I mean, a crazy example is um, a kid who I, I knew from golf class and he wasn't very well behaved and the parents decided to put him into karate. Because it's like, that's the complete opposite. It's all about behavior. It's all about right. this kind of stuff. So it's like using, like experimenting too, and then looking and saying like, okay, we need to put them in something that's more disciplined, or maybe right. something that gets them more active, or maybe it's something like that kind of stuff. So not only experimenting with as many things as possible, but also like forcing them into uncomfortable situations too. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um, and so, so when you, and what you're saying, so what, and what do you think, like, as of, let's say, I mean, let's say you got a kid five to 10, um, what kinds of things do you think that you'd be like, oh, this is successful. Like I'm feeling like, oh, I'm moving this kid forward on a, on a health and fitness standpoint from a move fitness side. What, what, what would that look like? Um, I think a, a big one is, I mean, when they're starting to ask questions, mm -hmm. Like if I can get them to ask questions about what we're eating or what's for dinner or what's, what are, what's our workout today or what's, what's my workout going to be tomorrow. Or even if they can come home, come back to class and say like, like, I, I, I mean, I give homework out. I don't know. They're very familiar with homework. And yeah. so the homework I give them is like, like okay, um, whoever can do the most amount of pushups by the time I see you tomorrow kind of thing like that. And I don't care how they're doing the push-ups, whatever. But if you come back and you say, I did 15, I did 20 or whatever, if I can get them to say like, I did this on my own time. Yeah. Um, and even, and I also do a lot of like, hey, go to your parent and have your parents do this with you too. So if it's not only the kid doing it, but also like the parent engaging with it as well, I feel very successful. I yeah. agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, again, yes. where we were now, this in my mind, from a parent standpoint, zero to five is you're taking care of yourself. You're probably going to have to do your own thing. Five to 10, you start to get a little bit of a play buddy. Yeah. You know? And I think that's where you can um, let them know that being active, and I don't think it necessarily has to be working out, but being active, you know, whether, whatever that looks like swimming, running, digging, whatever, being active is a, is a, is a priority. And that it's something that you do to have fun together 
I think that that's um, big. And so, yeah, again, like you say, I mean, if you, if you come home from a class and it's like, hey, my uh, instructor says that I got to do as many push-ups as I can. I want you to do them with me. I mean, then mom, get ready to do push-ups or dad, you know, get ready to do push-ups. That's, that's, right. that's an important thing to do. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Funny story. I had a mom come up to me recently. I think I told you this one. Come up to me recently and say, you make my life a living hell, Thor. I was like, I do? Like, I'm so sorry what I do. She's like, every day I have to pack a lunch for Charlotte when she comes to golf class but I'm only allowed to pack meat, fruit, and vegetables. And she doesn't like any of the meat, fruit, or vegetables we have in the house. So I have to go grocery shopping every single day. Mm -hmm. And I was like super excited about that because, hey, she's taking what I'm learning, bringing it back to mom and dad. They're having those conversations right. and then it's going from there. So right. Right. Um, if I, I feel success at that age and almost any age with kids, if it leaves the classroom if it leaves the fitness area and they do it because I only get to see them an hour a day. Right. Right. And, or even less than that for some, because they only come twice a week. So I get to see them two hours a week kind of thing. So it's, there's a lot of hours where I want what I say to stick and for them to do it on their own. All right. All right. So that's five, 10, 10 to 15. Um, there, the difference between some 10 and some 15 year olds is crazy. Yeah. Like that's, that's real. Those five years go fast. And so, and girls are mature a lot faster than boys initially is what I found too. Mm -hmm. So, um, as soon as I start to see that they're kind of hitting uh, their second growth spurt and they're getting a little bit more mature and all this kind of stuff is when I, I kind of might separate them into a separate class where the class is less about play and more about performance. Okay. So taking it away from, okay, how do we, let's run and jump and our workout today is doing frogs hops around the room and all that kind of stuff to like, Hey, like you want to be big and strong, right? Like you want to, you want to kick butt in your sport. You want to all that kind of stuff. Um, where now it's like we go from play to perform. So it's more sports focused and stuff like that with those. Players. All right. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's 10 to 15. It sounds like that's a tough one even because you're kind of saying like 10, but there's somewhere in before they hit 15. Right around 12, right around 12. The 10, 11, and 12-year-olds are where it's a little tricky. But as soon as they hit 12 and above, most of them are ready for that perform section. All right. So when you have a kid that now – you know, is, is at perform. Uh, and let's just say, let's just go with a, you know, cause I mean, I think let's just go with, you got a kid that and they have their own, their own, their own sport, whether it's golf or whether it's playing baseball or whatever it is. Right. So what kinds of things would you introduce into their fitness? And maybe you want to talk about golf cause that's what you have the most experience with, but let's, but whatever. What kinds of things would you start to introduce to turn it from play to perform? Mm -hmm. I think the, the big one is um, like tracking and measuring results, okay. whatever that might be. Um, and in, setting in the gym or at their sport or what? But wherever. Um, I think they need to see that, that, if in it can be broader than than golf and fitness that if you have a goal and you work towards it you can get closer to whatever that goal is mm -hmm. um and so it might start off let's so i'll use a, a gym example it might start off with um like something like back squats right like okay they're they're old enough they're 14 15 we're able to add a little bit of weight let's do five sets to this week we're gonna do the same weight and see if we can do six and kind of seeing like, oh, wow, I'm able to get stronger or something like that. Or even um, uh, something like... We're tracking. Okay, but what... Okay, you said back squats. Do you think that um, that's a, an exercise you would introduce to... Again, I'm not going to pick that age. I'm going to say the second growth spurt, the kid has decided to go from having fun to I'm serious about this would you have them back squat? I, I do a lot of strength training. Okay. I do a lot of strength training with them where it's um, that it's getting comfortable with 
moving weight, whatever that safely moving weight. Um, I mean, it's definitely, we talk about form, we talk about, I give them the PVC pipe first, all this kind of stuff. But I mean, it's almost every class more, if you're talking about CrossFit, it's much less intensity than a normal CrossFit class would be. It's and, but, be, but, you'd, but, you'd be, but you'd be having a move weight. I'd be having a move weight. Squat, press. Squat, press, thruster. What is that? What do you think that gives a, a kid? What? What? Why? Um, I think uh, the big the big one is it's a skill to be able to do a really good squat and a skill to be able to do um, all those movements really well. And so it allows me to like coach them. Like, cause I mean, I, I mean, a lot of these kids at that age too, at that. So if we go from play to perform, yeah. they've lost their natural squat. Like those kids in play, those young kids can ass to grass, sit down, no problem. Right. But once they get to, once they're, they're a little bit older and I, you can attribute it to a lot of different things, which might be just like, sitting in chairs or inactivity or not practicing it they've lost a squat okay completely like they can't get ass to grass anymore they they roll on top of their toes they are sideways all this kind of stuff and so um it's getting them it's teaching them this skill to bring back body awareness and learning like this is how i know i know how to move my body i know not only like how to sit down and stand up, but I can control the entire movement too. Yeah. Um, and you and I both know when you give someone a PVC pipe, it's really hard to demonstrate the movement compared to if you have a little bit more weight, right? As soon as you add a little bit of weight, everything starts to falling into place a little bit more. So I kind of use the weight to help the things fall back into place. I would also think just along those lines of getting them used to it is if they're really are in the perform, it doesn't matter whether or not you're going to be a soccer player, a baseball player, or a golfer. If you're really going to be a good athlete, you're going to, you're going to need to lift weights at some point in your life. 100%. And, um, again, if the first time you've really lifted weights is when you show up at college and mm -hmm. you get recruited or you're a junior in high school and you're trying to, make weight for a, a their football team if you've not benched before if you've not squatted before you, that's going to be tough you know totally. and yeah, totally. you're not going to get to maximize that too um yeah i mean i, I don't disagree i don't just i i agree with you i mean i agree with you that that those would be things that i would would add um and it really depends on each person i mean if yes a lot of the kids i work with are college are going to are going to be college golfers right um, Five years from now, they're going to be college golfers because they're 14, they're 15, they still got all of high school. But I know college golfers, they all lift. They're expected to lift. This, right. is, this is supposed to be, I mean, drilled into them from an early age. Or they're expected to know how to do all of this when they arrive there. So for them, it's a no-brainer because I can just reference like, hey, you're going to have to know how to do this. Like right. this, is, this is just, it's, you're going to have to be able to do this. Um, I don't work with a lot of kids who aren't very sport specific. Um, but I could also see the benefit where if you have that kid who's not into a sport, but you want them to get into CrossFit, right? It'd be beneficial to know all that stuff before they come into a CrossFit gym too. Yeah. If we're talking about that 10 to 15 age. I know you at Cro CrossFit Cocoa Beach, there's a the 16 year old like age limit. Yeah. Right. right. So um, it would be important for if you had a 14, 15, 13 year old and you're planning on them doing CrossFit as soon as they turn 16 to find someone to help teach them how to squat yeah. and do all that stuff. So when they get into that CrossFit class setting, they don't, they're, they're a leg ahead. They're going to be expected to know what all that kind of stuff right. too. Yeah. I do think that, you know, also you, again, depending on the kids, um, sport or or whatever you know some of um olympic lifting that teaching explosiveness mm -hmm. would be good i mean i would think that if you understood how to create explosion through a snatch that 
I've always thought that that would transfer to a golf swing. I yeah, always, well, so I mean, yeah. the, the matter of fact is lifting heavy weights works. Yeah. It does. It gets you strong for sure. Um, it takes time though. So I'm really excited right now because I've been able to have this group of about seven kids who have been able to come in three times a week since January. I mean, we took a little break over COVID, but we did a lot of stuff like virtually and stuff, but then I got to see them more recently now. Um, but they're starting to see the benefits mm -hmm. of what strength training can do for them. Yeah. Um, uh, this girl who I work with, she's 14 and she's been the most consistent and she is significantly longer off the tee than all of these other kids are. And that was not the story three months ago. Yeah. That was not what was happening. And I mean, I, and I, you can attribute it to, and she hasn't grown a lot either, to be honest. She's the same height as she was before, but her back squat has increased from, I mean, not knowing how to do one to five by five for 85 pounds. Yeah. She's significantly increased her strength and it's correlating into her golf swing hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it just takes time. They won't see the results right away. It just takes time. Yeah. Cool. All right. So zero to five, you know, you're just kind of setting them up five to 10. It's about fun. It's about experimenting. It's about yeah. making sure they're enjoying themselves. Um, oh, okay. So the one thing we didn't talk about that the other thing that I thought about in that case is that's when um, friends become much more influential for the, you know, now you're starting to worry about if you fit in with your peers, um, your parents are, are not the only people that influence what you do. Um, you, there, you, you spend the night at friend's house, you go, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I was, the, one, the other thing that I was thinking about, especially on the food side of things is again, you know, I'm, I mean, your, your kid's going to eat an Oreo cookie. I mean, that's going to happen. Your kid's going to, you know, go get ice cream. That's going to happen. I mean, all of that pizza, all of that kind of stuff. And you don't, you know, I mean, I guess you, I think it's very important as a parent that you're, um, that you're very consistent with what the good quality food looks like, because when they're not with you, who knows what they're doing. And this is when they start to, not be with you a lot um, right or more often yeah and, um, and making sure that you're the meals that you're having with your kids are very planful and good because they're going to start having meals with friends and buddies and school and all of that kind of stuff and you're and you're just not going to get to control that as much or anyway that's how i handled it i mean you could yeah. still control it. it just really is hard Right. Exactly. No, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And I mean, um, no, I mean, I would rec I, I definitely remember when we would, when we would have dinners, it was very consistent. Like when we were all home for dinner, we made the most of it kind of thing. It was yeah. all of us sitting down, there was no phones. There was always like, it was always healthy. It was, a, it was a staple for sure. Um, because I mean, the next time we went to Taco Bell, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we went to we went to Taco Bell when we weren't with you, yeah. right? So if we were with you and all of a sudden it was pizza for dinner, well, then I've had Taco Bell and pizza right. my entire week. So rather than Taco Bell and pizza, I have had Taco Bell and meat and vegetables with you, kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Um, that's a yeah. No, that's a that's a a big one for sure. No, that's a that's a really big one. And then I then once again, it's just controlling what you can control. Yeah. Like I in our house. Before, I mean, when I was younger, we used to have snacks and yeah. had more snacks than you guys now do. But I definitely have learned from you all that if it's not in the house, I'm not going to eat it. Right. Kind of thing. Um, or another one is like, I, I'm hungry, but am I really hungry? Like, if you're hungry, go eat an apple. Or if you're hungry, go go eat more of the dinner that was left over. Like, you, you don't like don't. Are you craving something or are you hungry? Kind of right. thing. So. Um, no, I think having a, a, a healthy, staple household is going because though they are, they're going to play with their, they're going to be with friends and can't control what they do with that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, All right. So my last bucket here is 15 to 20. Mm -hmm. um, so what kinds of things let's do like, well, first, like in general, what do you think that you would think about to help a 15 to 20 year old? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a little younger than me, but that was me not long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 23 right now. So that was, that was me recently. So, um, I mean, with a lot of that is you get a lot more freedom and it's just, and it, and it turns into, it's not okay. Mom and dad with me all the time or my friends, mom and dad's with me all the time. It's just yeah. me and my friends, right. right? It's, it's us. We get to make our own decisions and stuff like that. Um, and so I definitely threw out, um, I mean, it, it was always, it was, definitely harder to make good decisions food wise and stuff like that when it came to like being with my friends because the options were always just like on the fly on the go stuff like that um but it's just realizing who do you want to be kind yeah. of thing um and i always liked being the guy who did zone diet at lunch and who packed his own meal and all that kind of stuff. Like I liked that about myself. Yeah. Um, and I remember in high school, it was definitely like, Oh, Thor doesn't eat the bun on his burger. Right. Like he, that's not, that's not what Thor does or it's definitely um, it's owning it for sure. It's just being comfortable with who you are and owning it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the key thing. Cause if you don't, if you're not comfortable with who you are and you can't own it, you're just going to become whoever else you're around. 100%. I mean, you know, that you, you, I mean, you know, that's something that we believe in a lot is, I mean, you are who you hang out with. Um, and um, just fighting with, you know, a bunch of other people's desires is really hard. So picking the right people is, is super important. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah important. Super important. It's also an interesting time because, you know, we kind of had this discussion that somewhere around 12, you change from um, play to perform. Yeah. And for most people, they're going to now leave, perform, and go back to play. Because for 99.9%, they're not going to play on a soccer team in college. They're not going to be the, you know, on the college baseball team. The, they're not going to be a, gym, a, a, a gymnast or whatever they're chosen thing is for most of them this is where they realize oh uh, I, I was good where i was a kid but i'm just kind of normal um and so i am not at perform so yeah. you know and so that's i think also a challenge because they often have had this thing in their life it's just assume they don't have crossfit but they've had this thing soccer they've had this thing baseball they've had this thing football they've had this thing whatever running gymnastics you name it and now it goes away yeah and i just think that that's where i see a lot of people you lose and they're, still, and they're still young and so they can eat a pizza and still look pretty good and yeah, all totally. that kind of stuff um so i think this is where you know, I'd like to see just an emphasis back on play. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, because that, I mean, that's not the time to start experimenting with, or it might be even, it might be the time to re-experiment with things and figure it out. Because normally from five to 10, you're trying all this different stuff and then you figure out what you like. Yeah. And then from 10 to 15, you only do what you like. Yeah. Where it's like, I like this sport. This is all I do. All this, I only play baseball. I only play soccer. I only do this. This is all I do kind of thing. And then you get to 15 and then it's either you, you keep with it or you drop it. Right. Right. And yeah. so, um, and there are lots of opportunities to still play, um, but just not on a super high level. And I think CrossFit is an awesome one, 100% right. at that age range. I think if you're 16 years old, you should jump into a CrossFit class. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, and I, to be honest, I mean, that's, that's, you know, like, like we were talking a little bit about you, the difference between you and Jackson and that kind of stuff. I mean, really for you, you know, 
because you didn't play golf football your junior year, did you? No, I played, I, I stopped freshman year. And then I right, played. you stopped freshman year, right? And yeah. so you kind of went away from focusing on football yeah. to, okay, now I'm not going to have football, but I'm going to have golf. But we lived in Minnesota, so yeah. golf was only a couple months out of the year. And I think that's probably why I got more insistent on CrossFit with you yeah. is because that idea like you need to keep active, you need to keep doing things was important to me. And so it was like, no, 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 you don't have that option. Like if you're not gonna do football, then we're, we're gonna wake up and we're gonna do CrossFit. Yep. Um, and, we, and we figured out a way to make it fun. So you didn't hate it, but you, you, you did, that was, that was kind of the, the deal, you know? Totally. Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. And it turned into play and it was funny. Yep. I went through, it turned into play and then, and I mean, I, I kind of took it to the next level too, where it was almost more back into the, the, um, the performance perform for CrossFit. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Totally. Um, and I think that's been different than like with um, Jackson because mm -hmm. he had skateboarding and he could skateboard all the time, yeah. you know, and, um, and he was, you know, he'd come home tired from skateboarding, you know, and, uh, and so the insistence on CrossFit or the encouraging, you know, was, was different, you know, um, so anyway, I think that that's been, that was definitely something for me is kind of that again, that, and again, I, I do all that and I, I feel all that because um, eventually you left and hopefully we built um, a routine and a habit for you that looked like, and it, we did because it stuck with you, that looked like, oh, I, I, I go to CrossFit and I, and I do these things. Even, and, and I really think, I mean, that's the nice thing about CrossFit that would probably put you in a better position than a lot of other kids is, you didn't have football that ended. You didn't have soccer that ended for you. You were able to maintain that part of your identity, which is I do CrossFit and part of CrossFit is I eat healthy and I did it because that's, you were able to maintain that identity through college and through all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and then as a, you know, uh, as an adult, like you are today. And that's, that's really, when I think about those ages, where you want them to start to build in, like how does health and fitness kind of fit in with it? Because just like you said earlier, like you're fine being that guy, but if you didn't have CrossFit, who would you have been? You know, and I think about that with Jackson and Sage and that kind of stuff too, which is if they don't leave here with their identity, identity in some way tied to being healthy and fit, then when they're on their own, that identity, they're not going to build that. That'd be right. really hard to build later. It'd be better for them to leave with that as part of their identity. Totally. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Um, where it's like they have to identify with something that keeps them fit. Yes. Whatever that might be. Because there's, I mean, there's people who are very, very, very fit in their 70s because they've played tennis their entire life. Exactly. But that's been their identity right? Yeah. It's a very active fit sport. So they've tied themselves to this identity. So you, the goal for that 15 to 20 is just make sure you tie yourself to an identity that's going to keep you fit. That's for your life. For this for your is life. Life. For your life. life. I mean, you know, I, now, now here, you know, when John was on the podcast, he made this joke, you're ready to lose some, some listeners. Okay, I guess I'm going to get ready to lose some listeners here again, too. But this is exactly like the guy that plays football all through high school and then is done playing football and has no idea how to be healthy or fit. And, um, and they recall fondly their high school football as their peak of fitness. Um, yeah. And, um, and, and, I, and I do think that's, that, again, it's kind of interesting. I, mean, I haven't really ever thought about this too much until we started talking about it. But, but it's probably really important to get a kid into something that they can do for the rest of their life um, at that age. And that, and that might be CrossFit or it might be tennis or finding something. And, you know, it's even like, you know, with you, with your play for life thing. I mean, you can play golf your entire life, too. But finding that lifelong thing that you that you can do i think that's probably why running becomes such a big deal is because 
you can run your whole life, you know, it's that thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that's an easy one to tie to and you can do it with other people and you get yeah. a good endorphin high off of it because you're running. I mean, you run long yeah. enough, you're going to feel tired, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, people definitely tie themselves to that. But um, no, I mean, I think, and I also think um, too, that it can change as well. Yeah. Like it, like you don't have to tie yourself to that one thing forever. And I think that, that the, the flexibility of being able to kind of, change and move through it is important too and, and realize that it comes in ebbs and flows and all that kind of stuff 100 yep that's, yeah. that's totally true but i think it's I, but i do think that that's the age where you just need to start setting part of my identity is active, active. It, it may be golf it may be tennis and it might move from tennis to golf and it might move from tennis to crossfit and then back to running and it doesn't really matter what matters is, is that part of your identity is fit um, yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. The other one that I, you know, that I, um, that, uh, that I would just think is so important from 15, you know, to 20 is, is, is nutrition, just teaching basics of nutrition. There should be a nutrition. This is a vegetable. This is a meat. Here's your basics on, you know, insulin. Here's your basics on that kind of stuff. Cause again, um, these people are going to go start making their own choices of what to buy and all that kind of stuff and nabisco and pepsi and general mills and all of that kind of stuff have spent billions of dollars influencing them and um you know you you want to make sure they understand what they're they're choosing to do yeah no i i and i, th I think it's even earlier than 15 i think they can kids are smart i think you can introduce it pretty complex pretty early for a mm -hmm. lot of these kids um, I mean, I definitely talk for that, even that, that age range from that I talk about five to 10, we're talking about how carbs are, um, is energy and protein is what makes your muscles and all this kind of stuff. And, and just a very basic, but that they get like, Oh, these are the nutrients, these are the macronutrients and I need micronutrients and all this kind of stuff. But it's really just saying things that like stick. Yeah. with them too, like stick really hard and like that they can re remember super easy and stuff and that and um and uh and so it doesn't matter the age i think just being honest with them and all that kind of stuff and making them know that this is something you you should be asking questions about right yeah. you should be you should be thinking about what you're going to eat next like it's it shouldn't just be like oh yeah i, I show up and eat like whatever whatever's on the, the dinner table is what i eat kind of thing so you know what's um, so funny is whenever i have a new client one of the questions i always do to get ready for the nutrition thing is i always say well do you have a a strategy for your eating like what's your current strategy and most people will look at me like what the what are you talking about a strategy for eating mm -hmm. and um but, you, but people should you should i mean otherwise you do end up with just whatever's in your on in front of you this is what do you eat I, i'm i need energy i eat that's a bad strategy you know and um and helping people figure out what is their strategy talking about it having it part of your conversation it, that's important super important yeah super important and understanding too that it's like that yes you can make it very simple but also it's very very complex at the same time too mm -hmm. like um like once you dive into it and, and once you get more into it and stuff and they start to realize like, Oh, what about calories and all this kind of stuff? I heard calories. And then you have to explain calories and they're like, but, but there's sugar and bananas and you say sugar's bad. And like, well, you, right. It gets, it gets more and more detailed, but I'm just happy when they're asking those questions totally. and stuff. Like that. Yeah. Cause they should be encouraged to talk about food and all that kind of stuff. Cool. All right. Well then they're 20 and, shit they're on their own they're they're lost causes if you ask me no the big, i mean yeah i mean the other thing is too with that i do a lot as well as i work with these kids but the parents too like it's it also i mean it's still it's never too late for the parents to get into it as well because right. i love when i see a parent changing something and you just see the direct effect it has on their kid too i mean you know in thinking about this i mean the the, the the biggest of all of these things in my opinion is 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 the parent and if it's a priority for the parent it'll be a priority for the kid totally yeah totally. whatever they you know you, your kids will just do whatever you set the example with mm -hmm. is the fact. yeah yeah 100 percent. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And so, however you can can set that and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's definitely. I mean, I I don't know if you have anything like what I do for kids or kids fitness and stuff like that. I don't know if it's around in Coco. Well, Beach. no, there's a. There, I mean, at our CrossFit, they have a you know a kid fit thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, taking a break with the COVID scenario, but um, you know, Christina does a fantastic job. Super fun. And a lot of these things that we've been talking about. But I would say, you know, the interesting one is, and I think the, is that, like you said, where the kid kind of uh, is in that 12-ish range, want to be treated a little bit older, getting ready for high school, you know, and they're not interested in being with a seven-year-old anymore. Yeah. You know, that's where I think... um, that's just, this is just an interesting time in a kid's, you know, fitness. Um, and yeah. I think just like, you know, and, and I agree with what you're saying, which is that to me feels like where you got to turn that. This is just a fun time together into, no, 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 we're, we're getting you better at stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think that there, there, there probably is a little opportunity there for us at Cocoa Beach to help those kids out a little bit more. Um, totally. But um, but I also am a believer that again, back to my point, which is this is you know the parents um, the parents sent the example. I mean, you know, just I mean, you and I have a very good story of doing box jumps when you were how old? I was like twelve. Twelve. So we had a box at our house, right? And wow. even though we didn't go to my town together we did box jumps. We did workouts together on the weekend, on the weekend. And we did them as a family. We would all go out in there and do them. And you hit your your shin on that, on that box jump. So, you know, I don't think that you need to have a class in order to help take your kid from play to perform. I mean, you know, you, you just need to have some creativity and you need to have some desire to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this with them. This is going to be a priority for me. And it's yeah, going to be a priority for them. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to do it with them. With like, them. I, with them, 100%. Yeah. And like, I, yeah. that's probably where, like, when you were asking me, like, how do I measure success with those kids and stuff, is when I know the parent is doing it with them, whatever that is, that's how I'm measuring success. Yeah. I know that's where I'm going to get the most out of it. Um, 100%. I, I definitely, um, I would, I think parents can make the right decision for their kids by putting them in a football camp or for, for anything like that, but you need to take the next step and meet their coaches. Like the kids who I see have the most success are the kid or the parents who know me the best. Mm, Interesting. Because we have a really good rapport relationship back and forth. Yeah. And like at the end of the class, like, um, like I, I definitely have this, this, this family who I coach and all this kind of stuff. And, and they all send me pictures of their dinner. Right. And he has seen a lot of success compared to the kid whose dad picks them up a hundred yards away and waves at me from the window. Right. Because they leave. I'm looked at as just the fitness guy. He's dropping them off, whatever it right. is, doing my thing and then leaving the parents who I have this rapport with the the kids they get a lot more out of it because they're taking it home with them right yeah and i think that goes with a lot of i mean i always think back to like when jackson was skateboarding and um what what was his who's his instructor um growing up uh yes yes right and i mean you guys bought him christmas presents and you'd always check in on him and all this kind of stuff and like uh and he was super influential on jackson yeah and our family and he had this good rapport and Jackson stuck with skateboarding for the rest of his life. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like golf too. Like even Laura, like my golf right. coach, stuff like that. Like we were very close with her yeah. um, and always would talk to her and Gerald mom would come in and all that kind of stuff. You sat in on one of my lessons, all that kind of stuff, like connect, like not only the kids shouldn't only be connecting, but the parents should be connecting too. Yeah. Um, Cause that's how like the long-term relationships really start yeah. for sure. Cool. Yeah. Great. <clears throat> well, that was good, Thor. I appreciate you taking the time to talk. Um, I hope people enjoy it and 
get something out of it. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. Cool. Well, I will talk to you later. Yeah, you will. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks to everybody for sticking it through that podcast a little bit longer than I've done before. Um, But there's a lot of talk to talk about in there. Um, Again, thanks to you for listening for this. Thanks to Thor for taking the time to talk with me. Um, I hope some of this conversation helps you think about your kids or you and developing a a lifetime of health and fitness for your kids. if you're looking for finding out more about what Thor's going on, got going on, you can find him at Thor the Coach on Instagram. So that's Thor the Coach on Instagram. Um, if you've got any questions for me, please let me know. You can find me at Clear Nutrition for You on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks a lot.